Well, welcome back to Two Pastors and a Mic. My name's Corey. And I'm Shanik. And we're glad that you're joining us. Thank you again for all of you who have shared this podcast with your friends, shared on your social media, have wrote a review, given us stars on Spotify, logged on to YouTube, subscribed to our channel. Thank you. We appreciate all the love and support. We yeah. really do. You just said everything. So thank you so much for I listening. I appreciate you, all okay. of you. Got it down. Three weeks in a row, most listens we've ever had in the podcast. So thank you. Seriously, we really do appreciate that. This week, we got a, another sevens that we're going through. If We're calling it seven needs of an insecure leader, but you're going to soon find out that those needs are not a good thing. And <laughs> shout out to yours truly, Shanik. He came up with this clever idea and concept, yeah. and I think it's going to be a good conversation yeah. today. Well, not only do I think it's clever, but also it's because this has been my experience and I have fallen into all of these needs as a leader myself, but we'll get there Max. in just a minute. But uh, let's just open up just with the question of the week. We don't have really anything specific other than it's been, um, it feels like it's been a whirlwind couple weeks. It has. And I know we've had a lot of listens on the podcast, but our plate has been full. We also have this re-initiative happening at Hill City, which has been consuming a lot of my time. So we're just going to do a quick check-in yep. live right here uh, on the podcast. Wasn't so Corey, for this. yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's all right. So how, how are you doing? What's been going on in life? I'm currently not doing well right now as we speak. Okay. There's a lot of uh, church drama and just stuff, stuff that you have to deal with in leadership. It's not fun. I'm going to power through that. But other than that, I am really full because I leave for the Netherlands in less than two weeks, and I'm really excited to go there. I'm really excited about the Zoe leadership development. We have 26 people signed up for the first class, and if you missed out on that, which if you're not a part of Hill City Church, you probably missed out on that. But if you're curious about being a part of my in-person leadership development, I'm, I will be doing that in the spring as well. So reach out and I'll yep. get you signed up. I'm sure it'll be amazing. But, but 26 people, that's awesome. Even though we were supposed to cap it at 20. Cap it at 20. Yeah, look at you, you graceful chump. You're letting <laughs> six extra people. <laughs> yeah, who knows? It might have been a bad call, but I'm, we're, no, we're going to have a great, it's not. great time together. So my plate, extremely full. I officially started on my doctorate, which is crazy to think about that. I'm going to, you're going to have to call me doctor. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> no, I'll be, give you the respect. I would be offended. I will you, give you the respect a few times in certain, you know, in certain places. Settings. Yeah, yeah in certain settings. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> care about that. I will be like, no, my name's Corey. Just call me Corey. No, it's all good. I get weird about certain other people that when they are doctors and they correct you, um, that's an immediate red flag to me. I'm like, no, speaking of the needy of an insecure, insecure leader. <laughs> oh, so, wow. Look at that wow, segue. that's a good segue, but I would like <laughs> to do your a check quick check-in and, uh, I understand your plate's full. I, I really get that. We actually kind of talk um, pretty much every day. So I know what's happening in your world. And based on our conversation and continual um, just connection in that, like mm -hmm. I'm able to be more graceful in, in your season and in your process, knowing that the next few weeks, like it is like gung-ho for you, mm -hmm. um, getting ready and being prepared to be in the Netherlands. Um, and so, yeah, there's going to be a little bit more grace, uh, from me oh, as, I appreciate uh, that. as your leader. So yeah, that's what check-ins do though. They, they allow other people to right get a glimpse into your world and so that they can better understand, communicate, um, and navigate that relationship. And so I would just say for me, very similar spot. It's funny how me and you, because we're in the same circles, dealing with the same issues, same problems that, yeah, today as we're recording, this hasn't been a great day for me. It hasn't been a great 24 hours just dealing with certain issues, um, that has come up. You don't need to ask. It's just stuff that weigh on us as leaders yeah. that we have to deal with. And um, as you said, we're going to power through because I do believe we have a pretty amazing podcast today. But my my plate is full as well. As I already mentioned, the reinitiative. You um, you know, if you're listening, hopefully, if you know me in in any capacity, 
um, that I, I love family. Family is very important to me. And um, right now my boys have a lot going on. I have four yeah, sons do. and oh with soccer and travel and uh, school soccer. Uh, my, my oldest is a senior. He also just broke his hand. <laughs> um, yeah, like the fourth like upcoming surgery we've had in just like the last like year and a half. It's just been a lot. Um, but yeah, we navigate through that. We face, you know, everybody has stuff that they face each and every single day in the moments and we'll get through it yeah. and power through it. Um, but I will say I'm a little, little exhausted and, uh, it's good and bad. You know, I, I love showing up at the house, um, through the week. I love being there leading volunteer teams on the weekends. Um, but just thinking about it, I've been there outside of Labor Day weekend, Saturday, um, I've been at the house the last three or four Saturdays um, on top of services on Sunday. Um, and because we're in this season, and I know it's just a season, um, but on my Fridays, my typical day off through the week um, has been spent either at the house or preparing uh, for something for the next day, Saturday, with volunteer teams coming in. Yeah, I don't feel like uh, I've really had a day off in yeah. like over a month. So yeah. not great. I hear you. <laughs> Is this, are we going to scratch this episode and do an emotional healing episode or no again no well you helped <laughs> yeah. me even like we didn't have to we don't have to do it now because we have processed this and you helped me come to understand that this is just yeah a season it's for a matter of a few weeks um after this week i actually hopefully will be at a place where a lot of the work that's continuing to be done on the house will be just done by licensed contractors because it has to be done mm -hmm. um, by them and so it's something that i could just oversee and i don't necessarily have to lead you know, the teams and be the one that's there yeah. every single time yeah. that teams are there. So yeah, it's good. And you as the listener, if you have somebody, you should have somebody, you should do an emotional check-in right now. Call your wife or your spouse or your friend or whatever. And Hey, I need, I need to check in. I need to tell you what's going on. I need to feel heard. I need to be validated. That's what we do here, at least in the counseling world over here at Hill City. That's what we do. So we appreciate yep. you. Let's jump right in. Seven yep. needs of an insecure leader. We got seven. You've been doing the odds and I've been doing the evenings. Evenings. What? Evens. Evens. Wow. Even Steven. I speak. Uh, we're going to switch that. Number one, you ready? The you need it. to perform. And this, in my opinion, we've talked a lot about the performance, especially even, unfortunately, the Sunday morning is a performance. And we talk about there's so much work that goes into the Sunday mornings, but that's like 10% of what we do. So the need to perform is definitely even a trap. And this isn't even just a Sunday morning performance thing. This is just performance as a leader. You can even perform to your family. You can perform to your friends. Like what mask are you wearing that you have this need to show that you are a performer to a degree? And uh, this can even go back to how well you are doing. Everything is based on how well you are doing. And when I say well, I mean like you're doing great and you always have to show that you're great. And I think it's yep. really, I didn't even read this before we just dived into this. I think it was really important that we showed that we're both not in a great headspace right now because we don't feel like we have to act when we do this podcast that everything's going great. We don't want you as a listener to think and believe that everything is going great because sometimes life is not going great and that's okay. And so if you fall into this trap that everything has to be going great in order for you to be a good leader, you've misunderstood leadership. In fact, I think that you can attract more people to you when you are admitting that you're struggling or that you're weak in a season. And so this is ultimately how you experience the highs and the lows. Are the highs like super high and the lows super low? And if that's the case, you need to evaluate your leadership. Yeah. Yeah, is it just being done performance-based or not? And I would say I love that you brought up about 10% of our weekly schedule 
is focused on the Sunday morning, or that takes up about 10% of the time that we put in here at Hill City, but that's the time that people see it's noticeable. And mm -hmm. so if we don't get that right, then we're afraid that we didn't perform well or didn't do something well. And so then we will be judged holistically, right? Yeah. Even though wow. all the yeah. other areas of our life that we oversee and manage and are a part of, people don't see all that. And so they only get the 30 minutes with us, with us preaching or teaching or whatever it is on Sunday morning. Um, and so, yeah, so there's an element of, man, I really need to perform, which I'm glad you said is not always the case. Matter of fact, sometimes when we're open, when we're vulnerable, when we allow people into that process to say, Hey, I had a lot going on this week. I can't tell you how many times, and this was just this past week that I actually let people in, especially on Saturday, um, when we had volunteers showing up and I was just letting people know, I've just had such a full week with, with hospital visits, hospital visits. It was heavy too, like mm -hmm. the pain, the suffering, the things that I had to walk through with families in. You did two funerals. And yeah, two funerals. And it, it just was like just a heavy week. And then I, you know, don't preach a lot now. I got a opportunity to step back from that uh, with you stepping up, being our teaching pastor now. But this was the Sunday that I was scheduled to preach. So on top of all of that, it felt like, man, this, this is a lot and I can't come in here and just perform. I just have to be myself, give people what I have and who I am and my experience. And if they didn't think that was enough, then that was on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's number two? Number two, um, the second need of an insecure leader is the need of approval. And of course this is tied into that performance piece and really, uh, this need for approval, it's an addiction. You get a little yep. bit of taste of, um, people coming and giving you the praise and approving of what you're doing. And then you just keep wanting to search it out in every other area of your life. And so then it just becomes this constant need, not on maybe even sometimes what you're accomplishing, but what affirmation or approval you're getting after the fact. Hmm. And that's what, you know, you're doing it for. Um, and when, with that in mind, it, it doesn't really, um, uh, translate well, as a leader, because as a leader, you know, you're supposed to be leading and caring for the people that are following you. But when you have this need for approval, then you make it all about yourself. And so hmm. when you live in this constant need uh, of approval, uh, really, it just kind of shows how secure you are because really insecure or sorry, insecure yeah. that you are, because really you should just be able to walk out what you know you need to be a part of and need to be doing and need to be leading. And yes, we can be evaluated, but if you're just doing it for the approval of others, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Dagger's right to me. I'm going to whisper that because... Yeah, well, we already said all these are yeah. about ourselves. We, we have <laughs> fallen is. in all these I'm, needs at some point. I really <laughs> struggle with number three. Number three is this, the need for routine. And routine is good. It's not good when you get thrown off because something comes up and disturbs your routine. And I was in a counseling session just this past week, and we talked about the destination is not the goal of life. And destinations are good, but how many times have we arrived and then it wasn't good enough? And I think that God is more about detours because, again, it's not about arriving. It's about how you live in the detour. And detours usually are unpredictable. Oh, I got a detour. Does your entire attitude get thrown off when there's a detour? Or do you see a detour as an opportunity to see something that you otherwise would have missed without the detour. And so do you avoid great risk? Are you not flexible? And flexibility is something we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. Do you handle change well? And, or do you 
freak out when things don't go according to plan. And you have to learn as a good leader, as a secure leader, you have to learn how to adopt or adapt. You have to learn how to be flexible without letting your whole demeanor change and shift. And the people are you're leading, if something changes or if something comes to your attention and it is a bad thing that needs attention, like how do you handle that pressure? Because that is really, really important. And if you need the routine all the time, you're going to kill your company. Yeah, no, I love this. And this is actually what I preached on actually just this past week on living in the flow yeah. um, instead of living with a plan. Oh, yeah, you did. And, and this is exactly what I was referencing, like this idea of routine. And especially when it comes to leading our families and leading our kids, oh my gosh, we can't get stuck in a routine because each day brings its own new challenges. And if we're not able to be um, adaptable and flexible, we will miss out on being able to lead our families well through whatever it is that we face on any given day. So I love that. Number four, the fourth need of an insecure leader is the need of perfection. And I fall into this camp quite a bit. Well, you said we already fall into all of these. So let's just... (laughs) Stop saying it after every single time. Here's our check-in, right? Okay, what, let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> no, really, but this idea of, of perfection is, um, is something that I'm noticing is very subjective hmm. um, because what I think might be perfect and other people might find flaws in and find yeah. fault in. And so, so was, it really, was it really done in perfection or not then if people aren't finding it done perfectly? Um, and then there are like, and it, you know, just the standards that we set for ourselves. I know on Saturday I, I, I did this funeral for my dad's um best friend growing up and he was, it was his hunting buddy and I knew him pretty well. And I got to the end of it and I felt like, well, I didn't, I did an okay job, you know, but man, there's a few things I wish I would have said that I wish I would have done that. Kind of like every time I preach or do anything, there's a few things that come to mind after the fact always. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I beat myself up instead of realizing the good job that I just did. It's like, dang it, it wasn't perfect because it would have been perfect or would have been better if I would have did this or said that or orchestrated this move or or whatever. And man, I I constantly think after the fact, Um, but coming up and loving on the family, um, they were like, oh, my gosh, you couldn't have done that any better to tie in all of his life and to do that. Like, we don't know who could have honored our dad and my husband. This was the mom um, better, the kid's dad and my husband better than you like. So then they thought it was perfect, but I was beating myself up. So that's why I've said it's very just subjective. But whenever we live in this world of the need for perfection, we really live paranoid. Like, dang it, did I good do enough? Do do a good enough job? Did I include enough? And so, you know, we live in this constant state of shakiness and being unsettled, and we're worried all the time about maybe our leadership style and maybe someone else needs to come in and lead or um, Mm. how am I being perceived as a leader because they might not think I'm doing the job perfectly. And so again, it's back to that need for approval and and all of that. And also because perfection sometimes can be subjective and I might do a job thinking that it's perfect. I don't want to hear from anyone else sometimes how I did something because they might criticize and critique what I did, which meant it wasn't perfect. So then, you know, I really don't get close enough to anybody to offer real Yeah, which is a a negative thing because there there is a a certain place. And we're not saying you shouldn't be evaluating or learning how to get better. There's always going to be that. Always room for that. But when it robs you from what happened, okay, again, we can always be better in certain things. But you're the only one who can determine if what you're doing and what you're believing and how you're living is serving you well or not. And that's something you have to evaluate. But we oftentimes evaluate this from the lens of perfection. And that's not the goal. Perfection is not the goal. Perfection will kill you. So I like that a lot. The fifth need is the need for the immediate. And man, do we live in a culture today 
that needs immediate satisfaction. Yep, for sure. Uh, Amazon Prime has pretty much screwed everything. If a package <laughs> takes longer than two days, oh I'm like, gosh, oh, yeah. no, I will crazy. find something on Amazon and I'll tell my wife we're not getting it. It's not Prime. And she's like, wait, what? No, I, I just, just get the item. If we have to wait two weeks, we have to wait two weeks. Microwaves have screwed this idea because now there's literal dinners that you can have in two to five minutes. And people are satisfied with that. And so then they don't eat a specific way that they want yeah. to eat because yeah. the convenience. And I'm learning that this is oftentimes in leadership, sometimes this will prevent me from making the right decision because I need that hit of dopamine to make an immediate decision. And uh, I'm hoping for or desiring for quick results and quick fixes. But uh, yeah, if, if I live that way, th there's a real issue behind the fruit. You know, I get to fruit of the issues, but I don't get to the root of the issues, right. if that makes sense. And so it made sense in my head. I don't know if I communicated that well. No, it did. Like we're focused on the fruit issue, things we can change immediately or capitalize on right. or change instantly to deal with the fruit or address what's right in front of us instead of, man, this is a deeper root issue and we don't take the time yep. to actually spend cultivating yep. and really diving into that, which might take months or years. No, we want to we tackle the stuff that we might be able to check off because it feels good mm -hmm. in a matter yep. of days or weeks. Yep. So that's what so you, yeah, like, yeah you, you explained it really well there. And so, yeah, am I compulsive when I get met with friction? Do I have to make a quick, immediate decision that makes us look good for this moment when I could have dug deeper, which will take time and you could lose people and you could lose product and you could lose the bottom line, but you're actually yeah. getting to the which root. Which be better. Better in off the in the run. long run yep. for sure. So yeah, you're quick to react without consultation of those that, they lead and follow, you know? So this is something that we need to not be reactive to an error with an error, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, that one did make sense. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm going to be confident in what I just said. <laughs> yeah, Don't it, react it to an error with an error. Yeah, so. no, it's really good. All right. The sixth need of an insecure leader is the need for praise. And again, this might sound a little bit closely tied to the need for approval, but specifically what I meant when I said the need for praise is this idea of I have to be celebrated as a leader. No one else on the team can be. Mm. And so it creates this culture of jealousy yep. within the organization whenever the leader is the one that has to be praised because he put a certain person in a position to do something and not the person doing the thing, he needs to be praised for putting that person there. And so this this jealousy that a leader might have, they're not able to celebrate the successes of others or promote other people because they need the attention, they need the praise all for themselves. And when you have a leader like that, you know that's an insecure leader that can't celebrate the success of the overall team. He needs that success yeah. celebrated for himself. Yeah, one of the things that I've actually learned more from you than anybody else is like, the difference between a great and a poor leader and a great leader will take the fall even if it wasn't their fault and a great leader will also give the praise to people that deserve it and you do a really good job of that is even if it wasn't your fault you'll own it because you're the leader and that makes people want to admit where they're wrong more but also go to battle with you so to speak so i appreciate that about you you're not i would say you're not that, that. issue of all you said you struggle with all seven <laughs> i'm gonna say you don't struggle with that yeah, one actually yeah i don't <laughs> Good. I'm glad you own that. The last one is you said kind of the need of attention and praise. So the seventh one is the need of attention, but that's even more different from praise because praise, you need that affirmation. The attention is everything is selfish driven. Everything is about me and everything in the ministry has to go through me. If you have to have your hands on every decision, you are actually not doing a good job 
um, empowering people to make leadership decisions. Yes, oversee a project, but if you have to micromanage your crew to make sure things have are getting done to your standards, then you have the wrong people on the bus. I love yep. I, Wayne Hampton. Shout out Wayne Hampton. He always talks about you got to get the right people on the bus. And so do, do people gather around my vision or do I release people into their destiny? That's a question you as a leader, you have to ask, you have to wrestle with because the last words of a dying leader is, well, it's just easier if I do it myself. Mm. Yep. And I know I fall into that a lot, just wanting to do it my own because I know it'll be done right. It'll be done well. It'll be done efficiently. Let me just do it. But again, you mentioned Wayne Hampton. He actually taught me um, and walked me through the five levels of delegation. And this is key for any organization for the leader to be able to delegate that they don't need all the attention put on them for them to do it all, but they can release other people in um, in the process of the work that needs to be done um, or the responsibilities that need to be taken care of. But again, there might be different levels and maybe we'll do a podcast on that one day, the five levels of delegation. Maybe we'll come up with two that more and include it in, the, <laughs> in the seven series. I don't know, but we'll see about that. But yeah, there, there it is. There's the seven needs of an insecure leader. We have the need to perform, the need of approval, the need for routine, the need of perfection, the need for the immediate, the need for praise, and the need for attention and we're talking about it as a need because we don't want you to be this type of leader and to be insecure we don't want you to be a needy leader we want you to be a nourishing leader hmm. a leader that cares for the success not just of the organization but for the actual people that you leave we want the, that you lead we want you to support and encourage growth and development of the people that are around you and I actually hmm. came across this quote just this past week, and I thought it would be great to tie in to this specific podcast. It was actually Bill Gates who said this, and he said, as we look ahead into the next century, leaders will be those who empower others. Hmm. And so are you a needy leader or are you someone that wants to empower others? Hopefully the second, hopefully the latter. Hopefully you, hopefully you want to be a leader that actually um, cares about developing and growing the people uh, in underneath you in your organization, whatever that might be. Um, and you can do that and celebrate other people's successes and knowing that you're a part of it without yeah. having to get all the attention and the approval and all the other things that we yeah, talked about. For sure. And if this is something that you're like, wow, this is me or this is my boss, again, it, we don't bring up these topics just to be like, do better. That's not the goal. The goal is to bring awareness. Because once you're aware of a potential issue, then you have the power to fix that potential issue. And so we want you to just be aware of this. Reflect. Is this something that you struggle with as a leader? Even if you have a leader you report to, you're a leader over somebody, whether it even be your family. Is this something that you just need to uh, adapt and change? Are there some specific ones that you need to conquer? Is there some that you don't you know, resonate with? And that's okay. We want to help develop you all into incredible leaders in whatever context that you are leading. And absolutely. so hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And just as we said last week, if there's something you felt like we left off, if yeah. you actually struggle with something, you know you're insecure in this area as a leader and we didn't hit it, would you just let us know? We would love to actually yeah. give a shout out, give a little time, you know, talking about it and um, just bringing some conversation around it. We would actually love to hear from you. So reach out, Shannick or Corey at hillcity.tv. Let us know that. But until next week, just know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it.